You're listening to Wilderness Club, a podcast exploring hidden treasures of the Word of God. We are James and Brooke, and we discuss how our own experiences interweave with God's plan for all His children in seasons of both wilderness and rest. So in session three, we talked about how Jesus is the son of David and yeah. the promise that was made to David through Nathan by God, mm-hmm. the prophet Nathan. And in session four, we are talking about how Jesus is also the son of Abraham. Right. So in very quickly, Matthew says in Matthew 1.1, He's the son of David, the son of Abraham. So we kind of want to take a pause and break those down and say, well, what does that actually mean? Um, Because I think so many times as we go through the word, it's, you know, we can so easily, and I'm very guilty of this, we can so easily quickly go through a text and say, okay, yeah, I got the general gist. Yeah, Jesus is love. Yeah, he came to save us. Yeah, okay. Um, But if we take verse by verse, the author always has a purpose. Mm -hmm. And in writing, I mean, in in the world, in the world of writing, that is something that is true. We're told as writers to be very intentional with our words, to make sure that we are clear and concise to capture the attention of the reader. Whereas God is the author of the Bible. Every single sentence has a purpose and an intention. Mm -hmm. So we see this as a very good example in Matthew 1.1. We see two phrases, son of David, son of Abraham. And so we're breaking those down right now. So to find out about the son of Abraham, we read a few different sections in Genesis Mm -hmm. that talk about the son of Abraham. And then the next part of the study in this session, we um, are encouraged to read Galatians 3. Yes, and I know... Even when I do a study inductively and I see read a whole chapter, it's like, do I have to? (laughs) And it's true what I say in the study that it's such a blessing. This, As we go through trying to connect these dots that the Lord has put for us, it's so important to like just take five minutes you can even go on the Bible app and do um, it audio, audiobook style and just have it be read to you, Galatians 3. But you will truly be blessed by this whole chapter. I agree. And I think a good chunk of this chapter of Galatians is talking about um, living by the law or living by faith. Right. And so it might be a little bit confusing or it might be like, what in the world 
is Paul, who's the author of Galatians. What in the world is he talking about? Um, we don't need to worry about that part right now, the whole law. Um, that's kind of for a different study. But we do want to see the theme that is highlighted within that chapter. We see in um, Galatians 3.16 and then 3.26, we, we see those key words that we're looking for, which is the seed. Right. And in, in 3.16, I'll go ahead and just read that whole verse. It says, mm-hmm. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He, as in God, doesn't say, and to seeds, as of many, but as of one. And then Paul quotes there, and to your seed. And then he clarifies that Christ is the seed. He says, and to your seed, who is Mm -hmm. Christ. And for me, something that really popped out about this was the clarification here that God isn't saying there will be many ways to salvation. There will be many kingdoms. There will be many um, things like that. There will be one. There will be one seed. There will be one salvation. There will be one king, one kingdom. And so that means that Jesus is not a gift. Mm. He is not um, a seed. A a seed. He is not a savior. He is the savior. He is the gift. Mm -hmm. And gifts are highlighted at Christmas. So um, what is the gift at Christmas? The gift is Jesus. Jesus is the seed. Well, and and salvation through Jesus. Mm -hmm. And one thing that's cool, so in my family... Um, this only happened a couple of different years. This didn't happen every year, but a couple of different times there was each of the kids got our gifts, parents got their gifts, we opened our things. But then there would be, oh, there's one last thing under the tree. What is that? What's under there? And we would go and we would open it up and it would be the gift of that Christmas. Right. It would be the family gift. The family of. gift. And I remember the one that always stands out is when we got our Nintendo, mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a, there was an NES. We had no idea this was even in the realm of possibility for our family. We just assumed we would never have one. Yeah. Other kids in the neighborhood had one. We would never have one. And what? It, oh, there's one other. There's one other thing under there. And we pulled it out, and it's a Nintendo, and it it was incredible. And the thing that was interesting about it was that that wasn't addressed to me. It wasn't Mm. addressed to my brother. It wasn't addressed to either of my parents. It was for the whole family. So the gift was for everyone. And that's the way this gift is. This is the gift, and it's for everyone. And no one is excluded Mm -hmm. from receiving the gift. So in Galatians 3, 26 through 29, we also see that word. Abraham's seed is there at the very end, but also mm-hmm. talks about That's sons. That's what I was looking for, that, that key phrase, Abraham's seed, which also sons of Abraham. We mm-hmm. kind of see, and I want to clarify this because it could be confusing for people um, that it's interchangeable, son of Abraham, seed of Abraham. 
both phrases are used within scripture Mm -hmm. and we see um also the word seed used in genesis 3 15 so even before so we have you know some verses from genesis that we looked up in session four but even before those verses talking about abraham and his interaction with the lord we see at the end of the whole Eden encounter mm-hmm. that in Genesis 3.15, God talks about the seed. Mm-hmm. Right. And he tells Eve, this is when he's talking, he's addressing Eve and he's addressing the serpent. And he says that... It says, uh, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed, capitalized. So we know when the seed is capitalized, that's talking about Jesus. Um, He shall bruise your heel and you shall bruise his, his is capitalized again, uh, his heel. So that's why I like the New King James Version, because it differentiates um, when the word is talking about Jesus and not, you know, with a capital um, pronoun. Right, yeah. So we see that even in right after the garden, right after the fall, right after Eve makes the decision and Adam makes the decision to defy God, that he already has a redemption plan in place. He already has the gift wrapped and ready (laughs) he already has the salvation plan in place and the The, gift yeah yeah and the gift and um and we we're emphasizing the because like you said it's not many different ways it's the way so you know john 14 6 says i am the way jesus is talking i am the way the truth and the life so um and and there too the important thing is not only is there the way of salvation prepared and designed all the way back then, but it is through her seed. Mm-hmm. This he is saying there. This is the humanity same, through humanity through humanity. Her seed. This is mm-hmm. the same promise that he made to David. I'm going to. There's going to be a kingdom. There's going to be a salvation, and it's going to be through man, and in particular through Eve, through David. And then now we see through Mm -hmm. Abraham. So we see that the promise is that the son of Abraham, the son of David, the seed of Eve, this is where salvation will come from. This is where the kingdom will be established. And going back to Galatians Mm 3.26, I'm going to read just that that last four verses. It says, For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you who were baptized into Christ have put on Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. (laughs) So not only... Does this say that you now, once you make the decision to follow Christ, once you decide to um, put off the old man and to put on the new man of Christ, you are 
adopted into that family and you as an adopted family member you are also heirs to that kingdom so the promise to david of your seed will your son Mm -hmm. will have a forever kingdom and will be the king Mm -hmm. but we are also co-heirs with christ so that means that we also are part of that kingdom we are also are part of that promise part of that promise Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's amazing and i think what's so amazing to me is in galatians it says you know to the promise and that promise being fulfilled in christ is also a gift so Mm -hmm. it's like you have Mm -hmm. the gift and then you have all of these other amazing gifts to go on along with it Mm -hmm. and in galatians 3 29 i hope you don't miss it is that this is just another dot that's being connected that the lord is allowing us to connect and um we see it from genesis all the way to um i'm sorry genesis all the way to revelation the entire bible is like an arc it's actually like a rainbow Mm, like you know god's promise and it is and oh man that goes along with story writing there is arcs you're supposed to have an arc in Mm -hmm. every Mm -hmm. story a good story has an arc and if you're reading a physical bible the way you turn pages (laughs) is in an arc that's true i guess yeah there's so much to it (laughs) but uh but what i'm saying is from genesis to revelation it's the entire bible is talking about jesus Mm -hmm. and you know that is the theme that is the thread that is woven throughout scripture and it's the promise at the very beginning all the way to the very end of the triumphal you know return in session five we'll see we'll actually go to a piece of scripture in revelation and so we'll be able to see kind of like that nice bow being tied (laughs) tight man we have so many gift references in this session (laughs) i hope you guys are getting it but um what i hope more is that you are able to open up your bible because i think there's something to be said about opening up your bible yourself because we could have given you all the scripture on a separate sheet of paper so that you wouldn't have to like do this scavenger hunt yourself Mm -hmm. but there's something something to be said when you're able to make that connection yourself that the lord helps you to come to that understanding on your own without outside help because there's lots of people who come to this this conclusion i mean nothing's new under the sun right (laughs) so we are trying to just help you see that the bible has simple teachings but it's also profound yeah amen and so don't be intimidated by going through the word and looking and the dots might not connect right away in your head but we know that as you're faithful to seek the Lord, he's faithful to give you that understanding. And as we say in the study as well, 
always pray first. Pray before you do the study. Ask the Lord to open the eyes of your understanding and to give you wisdom um, as you do go through these um, verses too. We hope you see the gift. We hope you enjoy the gift. And we'll talk more about more parts of the promise next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wilderness Club. We invite you to find us at wildernessclub.co, that's com without the M, where you can get in touch with us to ask questions, learn more about our faith, and who we are. We invite you to join the club.